Hello and welcome to Esther Club. We have a lot today and it's all in different segments, so we'll just get right to it. But just so you guys know, I taste the latest, greatest new vegan drink from Starbucks. Um, I show you guys the Taco Bell for here, Sleepover by Esther collection that's available today. Um, password to get on the website is Tropical Tea. It's tea like T-E-A. Um, and what else happens today? I don't know dive into the episode it's happening now this is just the intro but I do continue to wear this jacket and this hairstyle um and also as always you guys friend of the show eatbehave.com these low sugar gummies are making me a better person each day um use code esther for free shipping eatbehave.com they have sour gummies and regular gummies they're really good I'm really fucking freaking into them so that's it let's dive in the episode see you later don't let it fester you know what to do just listen to esther say positive and fun it's esther club okay hi um it's esther club why do i feel like i keep having to burp or throw up Do you ever feel both hungry and full and you like genuinely have no idea which one it is and so you're just like you have to have a stomach ache because you're like I don't know if I'm hungry or full but I always choose to pretend to believe that I'm hungry so that I can just eat. Okay so I just went to Starbucks and I finally got the brand new drink that they're you know that they're shelling out to the vegans, to the non-dairy people. And quite frankly, I feel like they're marketing it to everybody. So shake the ice on sound uh, for for enjoyment, for your enjoyment purposes. So this is the Grande Iced Brown Sugar Oat Milk Latte. Now, you know I had questions because I was pretty bummed to find out that first, okay, first of all, Starbucks launched oat milk. This is not an ad, and that's obvious. Nobody's paying for this except for me. It cost me money to do this podcast. So um, I'm an oat milk enthusiast, obsessive, fucking low life, and Starbucks launched oat milk in like select locations a year ago in January. I was very fortunate. They had it at a location near me. I was on that every day. I got myself... um, I think it was like a mini, I would get a mini latte, like a kid size, uh, Oatly blonde espresso latte. Um, but okay. So that's besides the point. Nobody gives a fuck what I did last year. Now Oatly is available in every location and they're launching with their big badass drink, the Grande Ice Brown Sugar Shaken espresso oat milk drink so it's an oat milk latte with brown sugar now I thought that it was going to be real brown sugar but it's Starbucks it's not real brown sugar it's a fucking syrup I hate syrups but I was like you know what I have to at least taste this drink for the greater good and I guess there's some cinnamon in it I don't understand how they do the cinnamon I really should have questioned the baristas more don't worry I'm not annoying when I do it and I always wait for it to be like a low amount of people in there so uh, I'm not pissing people off and it's just more of like, hi, I'm so sorry. I'm annoying. 
and then we have like a fun conversation and it usually ends up being fun because people are like okay at least she knows she's annoying and that makes it better so I think the worst thing is someone who who's annoying the shit out of you and they don't even know they're annoying and they want to whatever okay so I got the drink and one thing that they told me when I was questioning them was that it's half the pumps on the brown sugar syrup are half the size of the regular pumps of sweetener at Starbucks. Why? I don't know. I'd love to know more. I don't. Um, so she said the girl, the girl working there was like, I always get my drinks here half sweet, but with this drink, I get it as is because it's just perfect the way it is. And I was like, I was like, you are you are me and I am you and I will do what you just said. So I got the grande. I got it as is. I have tasted it, but I want to taste it again. It is, it is good. It's really good. It's kind of the perfect classic coffee drink because it's not too sweet. You taste the coffee. It has that creaminess, that creamy yumminess of a latte. The one thing, the biggest complaint I honestly have is because the ice cubes are so small and I'm drinking it out of their little sippy cup lids because, you know, they they don't do straws anymore because they're being good for the planet, which... I love that a corporation is making those kinds of choices, um, but at that, honestly, I, and I wish fucking, I wish reusable straws didn't grow bacteria inside them the second you start using them. So that's a whole issue that we'll save for another day, but um, so I don't like that when I sip this, like little ice cubes like come into my mouth and I'm like, no, 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 like you're, no, I don't want you. I'm not, I don't like I like ice in my drinks. I don't want to fucking eat the ice. No ice eating on my watch. So that is interrupting my very specific enjoyment experience of this stupid ass drink. Honestly, it's really good. It's really, really good. The girl working there was right. Like, it's not too sweet. And all the people there, I've never seen this before, but all the girls working there were like, it's really good. And usually Starbucks employees are like, fuck this place, fuck this, these drinks. But they were really into it. And to me, that's such a huge sign. So I have to say I would get this again. I want to look up the sugar content though really quick because that, um, you know, I, you guys, I really don't like, um, wasting my sugar calories I know I can hear my dad in my head like don't drink your calories don't drink sugar he's like you're bathing your teeth with colas um so I do try to be mindful of that but not like follow those rules to a T because I want to live my life and enjoy my life by drinking sweetened beverages but um I do try to be a little bit like not going all out you know and drinking so I can't Where's the fucking, this, okay, the Starbucks website, can we just agree, has always sucked. It has always sucked. It always will suck. It just is so not helpful. You can't ever find anything you're looking for. They don't sell their cups. You guys, did you know Starbucks does this shit? They don't sell the things that they sell in the store online. You have to go to the store, which as a hunter-gatherer at heart of collectible coffee cups, I do appreciate the game. 
but it's also annoying. I would love to see them on the website. You guys are capable of it. Okay, so okay, so this says here, a grande 16 fluid ounces has oatly oat milk, it has ice, it has cinnamon powder, and four pumps of the brown sugar syrup. Now, per the woman, this has three shots of espresso? Oh, fuck. Why does a grande have three shots? I thought a grande was two shots. Oh, no. That's why it... Oh, no. That's why it... Why are they doing that? Because that's why you can taste the coffee. Fuck. Okay. So, it doesn't say... Where's the new... Oh, the nutrition facts. Right here. Okay. So, it's 120 calories, which we don't count calories because we're beautiful and perfect. It's 13 grams of sugar. So, I have to say that that is a good chunk of change for sugar, but it's not like 23, you know? It's not like 45. It's not like a scary ass, like you just ruined your fucking life. It's just like, okay, well then you probably shouldn't have like a big dessert that day. Um, 255 milligrams. Okay. Fuck. Why did I get the fucking, they should warn you, you guys, they should warn you that there's an extra shot in here that is not normally in there. Three shot. That's why. Okay. Obviously, I'm getting the tall next time. This is crazy. Okay. So, this has been the segment on the show where I talk about the fucking Starbucks drink that just pissed me off. And now I'm, like, in a rage. So, back to your regular scheduled Esther Club program. Okay. So... The other thing that's happening on today's episode of Esther Club, which is clearly broken up in different chunks, whatever, different times of day, um, I'm going to show you guys the new collection that I'm launching that I actually wore in last week's video, so you've already seen it, but it is the 90s Taco Bell for here drop of Sleepover by Esther. That's my hand-dyed clothing line. We focus on loungewear, clothes meant to be worn in your basement. Um, so I want to quickly show you guys this collection. And the website is now open. It's now live with a password. So the day this episode comes out is Tuesday and the the site will be password protected. So if you want to go right now and shop the site, um, it's sleepoverbaster.com and the password to get in is tropical tea, T-E-A, because I was drinking some tropical green tea. I always make the password like whatever I'm eating. So tropical tea to get in. Um, and this is the first collection that's dropping that has all the pieces, all the styles um, that the line makes. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I wanted this to be like my big... I don't know. This is like the the show-stopping collection of the spring for Sleepover by Esther because this is the the main meal. It's the Taco Bell collection and all the colors are inspired by the inside of a, ta a 90s Taco Bell restaurant. The tables are this color. If you go to my Instagram, you can see the images that I was I used for inspiration. Actually, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to freaking show you guys. Hold on. I'm going to show you guys the failed development samples that I made along the way to trying to get this look right. So, but first I'm going to show you how, well, yeah. So you've seen how the collection came out. It looks like this. Here's a hoodie. 
Um, and it, as you guys know, with these hand-dyed pieces, it takes a lot of trial and error. So here's the hoodie. It has the logo in white, and everything is hand-cut and sewn and made in L.A. And this fleece is a really um, thick, high-quality 100% cotton fleece. Fabric is sourced here in LA, which for some reason that's a big deal. Um, these fucking strings on the hoodie and the sweatpants, the cord, at first they were like, we do all white. And then I was like, well, that's not going to look good. And I was like, can we tie-dye the cord? And she's like, well, I guess it's going to cost extra. I was like, great, do it. I don't care because I needed these cords. So when you guys go out and you see normal tie-dye stuff and they, the hoodies ever have a cord... I bet you it's not tie-dyed, hand-dyed, sorry, hand-dyed is the focus. So it looks like a Taco Bell, again, the website Sleepover by Esther, the, the code to get in is Tropical T, but if it's after Tuesday, then the, the password, you won't need it. So I what I wanted to do today is show you guys a couple of the failed versions of this shirt, of this look. Oh, wait, oh, first what? you know, I thought I freaking pulled out all, oh, there it is. <laughs> Here's the little bralette. So with the bralette, I didn't think it had room on it for a screen print logo. So I had them sew the um, the labels on the back. So it looks almost like a little cute like upper back tattoo. Sleepover by Esther, carelessly handcrafted in Los Angeles. And then here's the sweatpants. And of course, I don't have the shirts nearby, but it also comes in uh, short sleeve and long sleeve t-shirts and masks, matching masks, which you can see on the website. Anyways, so I was really picky about getting these colors right because they were so specific. I had this specific vision, the specific reference. I just wanted it to be perfect. And the first version actually looked different. So here was how the colors turned out the first time. So as you can see, it's a very, it's very green. And while I actually loved how this green turned out, it was inaccurate to the actual Taco Bell tables. And I actually think it looks terrible with these colors. I think that the green with these colors just does not look right and it doesn't really work. Whereas this one, when I saw these colors all together, I was like, that's it. Now, another development I tried was a different pattern. By the way, this pattern was also different. This one, the panels were much thicker, and I decided I want them about half to, you know, two-thirds the size of what they are. So that's the, the version that's available now. And then I also tested out a different design that I had been wanting to make work, which was like a three-color th of blocks, hand-dyed of three blocks, and this turned out just absolutely terrible. So this was the right colors, but the absolute wrong pattern. So these colors in this design, it just looked terrible. So I did not go with that. And then we've perfected it. Um, obviously on the bra, the stripes are much thinner, but this just works so well. And I'm really happy with how it turned out. And that's why when I saw the finished product, I decided to, the finished dye test, I decided to run this in all of the pieces that we make. We, hashtag just me and the factory. But um I, yeah, I'm really proud of it. It's supposed to make you feel like you're eating at a Taco Bell in the 90s. No, it's supposed to make you feel like you are a Taco Bell in the 90s. <laughs> you're dressing like a Taco Bell table. Do you, want, do you feel me? And now I can also shout out that 
the singer Olivia Rodrigo wore this look at one of her photo shoots. She has the number one song like in the world. She broke all the records with her song Driver's License. She's a huge pop star. So I'm very excited that she was into Sleepover by Esther and she wore it. That feels cool for me. Um, but yeah, that's the whole collection and you guys can check it out. And I'm, I'm just, I'm really happy that people seem to really like this one. Um, so that's cool. So that's the Sleepover by Esther infomercial portion of this podcast and now that portion is over okay and the last the 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 time together is running low I look crazy um I wanted to talk about something very different than what we've been talking about so far because I'm gonna be the professor for a second Okay, welcome to Esther Club Education Corner. I was recording an episode of Glowing Up, the beauty podcast I am a co-host of a couple, a week ago. And I had mentioned to my co-host and the guest something about NFTs. And they both talked to me like I was a fucking alien. They didn't know what NFTs were. They thought I was making up, making it up. They thought it was some dumb sports thing. They thought I had changed as a person just for bringing it up. And the next day, the w- world shattered its record for an NFT sold for $69 million. And I figured maybe my basic ass bitch literally my favorite people in the world caroline and clayton maybe they need to know what an nft is and i am going to school them on it tonight when i record glowing up and i thought i would also share with esther club what nfts are because i did not know what it stood for if i didn't know what the t was so i am just going to quickly educate you so that you guys don't end up feeling stupid as hell like they did and like kind of I did because I didn't know what the T was. So and I have I listened to finance news. I really am into like all the craziness of the stock market. I hate it. I don't even invest like it scares me but I just like like to learn about it. It's like a thrill for me. So an NFT is a non it stands for non fungible token. NFT non fungible token And it's a -a one-of-a-kind digital image or video that is verified on a blockchain. What does that mean? It's literally like a baseball card that, you know, these losers out there like my friend John buy and sell baseball cards. It's like that, but instead of a a, a hard copy, it's like a GIF. It's like in the digital, it's on your screen and nowhere else. Now, you might be thinking, well, everybody can just look at what's on the screen, so what's the point? I can screenshot that, save it to my files, whatever. Well, yes, to that argument, some would say, well, yeah, you could take a picture of the Mona Lisa, you could have a poster of the Mona Lisa, you know, that's, everyone can copy art as well, but there's only one person who can own the digital image, and it's verified on a blockchain. Do I know what a blockchain is? Hell no. (laughs) So this is interesting to me because it's so weird. 
it's like stupid and crazy and I don't understand it and it's like insane and I can't understand why why those things have value but they do have value because anything has value if people are willing to pay for it and if there's limited supply you know econ kind of stuff supply demand supply demand that's all there is to econ and I am like what the hell now Someone has pointed out something that's very cool to the art world and why NFTs are potentially even greater and more wonderful than real art because in an NFT, the real original artist can get a fee every single time that the NFT is sold. So that's kind of cool to artists. You know, they they are const- they can constantly make a little commission every time their art changes hands, which obviously is impossible to track with real tangible art. Um, and then the other thing that's cool about it is that like real art, you know, sometimes you can't verify that it is what they say it is. And this, because it's verified on a blockchain, supposedly, it's like, you don't need to worry about that shit. Now, I do want to look up what the word fungible means because I'm like saying it like I'm I'm smart. Fungible is able to replace or be replaced by another identical item, mutually interchangeable. So, okay, so non-fungible. So, in economics, fungibility is a property of a good or a commodity whose individual units are essentially interchangeable. What? I don't want, What does it mean for something to be fungible? Thank you, Google. Fungibility is the ability of a good or asset to be interchanged with other individual goods. Guys, I'm more confused now. I'm more confused now that I looked the word up. I liked it better when I didn't know what the word meant and I just understood what an NFT was. So we're going to go back to that reality. Can we verify that on a blockchain? I was going to look up what a blockchain is, but... I like the world I'm living in right now before I go into that one. So I just wanted the Esther Club listeners to know about NFTs so that nobody would catch you off guard and prove to you that you're a dumb fuck. (laughs) But I am genuinely curious in the comments if you did already know what they were or if you're learning from me. Because if you are learning from me, that's obviously not great. But maybe it is. So let me know. I do really need to know that. Um, And let's just quickly... Oh, I didn't have a top five this week. I really didn't. Um, My anti-sadness, though, is to wake up early. I... I don't know why. It's daylight savings. It's the worst fucking week to decide to start waking up early. Um, It's so much more painful, but... I, I just need to get back into that schedule. Um, I, I'm not a fan of sleeping late and I'm not a fan of staying up late. And also I'm going to go home probably, I think I said this, or I don't know if I said this on the show yet today because I recorded it at like four different times, um, but all in the same wonderful flannel jacket from Sam's Club. I am going to go home soon to see my family because they're vaccinated so I think it's time to uh go back to the basement go back to my roots and I guess waking up early in Antipa 
anticipation of that trip is a good thing. Also, I've been, oh my God, I'm planting tomatoes this week. I'm really excited. I love planting fucking vegetables, even though tomatoes are a fruit. I love, tomatoes are not a fruit. Who decided that? Why are they in salads then? Not fruit salads. Tomatoes, why are they on sandwiches? Tomatoes are not a fruit. It's actually so rude and disgusting that people want to, Pluto is not a planet. Yeah, it is. Why did they teach us that? Actually, that's not even, that's not even the same. It's just tomatoes, not a fruit. It's so absurd. I'm like, I want to start crying, right? I'm like about to cry. It's like not a fucking fruit. Why are we being brainwashed? It's like a sick joke. Someone, a botanist is playing on us. Like, oh, well, let's just tell them tomatoes are fruit. So then all the fucking dorks will be like, tomatoes are fruit. It's not. It's a vegetable that goes on my veggie sandwich. It doesn't go on a fruit sandwich. It goes on a veggie sandwich. Also, on this week's episode of Bloodbath, which is also out today, I tried Cheetos for the first time. I know you think that's a lie. It's not a lie. And I think you should watch to see how I reacted. They were actually spicy Cheetos. Hot Cheetos is what the kids call them. You know, sad, sad, as, it, sad as it is, this has been Esther Club. This is on record the worst show on the internet but it keeps going and we're just it's just like it's a diary uh (laughs) you guys i will see you next week i appreciate your support uh don't forget to watch the new episode of bloodbath this week with bobby lee and don't forget to check out sleepoverbyester.com password tropical tea to get in the store eatbehave.com code esther for free shipping and that's it i'll see you guys later bye like and subscribe bye positive and fun it's